By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're tuning into 20 Tim Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. I am your host, Tim McCarthy, and you are listening to episode 94 or 94. Hope everyone's doing all right. You can learn more about me at 20timminutes.com. You can also text me questions, comments, or just say hello to 781 523 9333. Just a little heads up there's going to be no interview this week, taking a little sabbatical little break from doing interviews it's it's a lot especially just doing the show itself is one thing but to find people have a consultation with them interview them edit it put it up it's a lot on your boy don't forget i got merch for sale you can go get a new winter hat for the winter or the fall whatever one you want to use it for only 20 bones uh, you can get it at 20 minutes.com it's actually a really nice hat it's uh, it's one of those ones that flip up, so you, it it gives you the good warm ears, you know. So go check one of those out. Um, had a good weekend this weekend. Uh, I was part of a wedding. My friends Will and Amy. We had a blast. I love a good wedding. Uh, so I had a suit, right? And uh, I went to go pick it up, and my short, my pants were too short, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm already short enough. So I get, I get that, I get that fixed, and the next day I go pick it up, bring it to the wedding. Find out my socks aren't in there, my cufflinks aren't in there, and my button on my jacket's broke. I was looking pretty ragtag at this wedding, and I was not happy about it whatsoever. But you know what? It wasn't about me. It was about the bride and groom. We had a blast, a lot of dancing, a lot of laughs. And uh, yeah, that's how my weekend went. How was your weekend? I'll sit here and wait until someone responds. I'm just kidding because that's not how this works. Last week, I was talking about, uh, I think I was going to end with uh, self-awareness, self-consciousness. Um, I'm very self-conscious at sometimes. I think all of us is. Uh, sometimes people can be overly self-aware and go into the self-conscious mode, um, which I am at times. Like I always say, like I'll be at Target and I feel like people are staring at me like the way I like walk is my fly down is people making fun of me for no apparent reason because people don't really do that. Well, some people do. It's like that gym anxiety, those videos where people film people at the gym that don't know what they're doing. It's like, hey, man, how about you go over there and just help them out instead of like recording them looking like an idiot? I don't really like those videos. And there's like that one guy on like TikTok or Instagram who like bashes those people, the people that film people. Dude's a monster. You should go check him out. I forget his name. He's a big dude. Um, but yeah, in a lot of cases, these feelings of self-consciousness are only temporary and arise from situations where we are in the spotlight. Uh, for some people, however, excessive um, can reflect a chronic condition such as social anxiety disorder. So people with social anxiety disorder um, have trouble with this, even just going outside and uh, going out and doing things. I know a few people that are like this, and it's unfortunate, and it takes a lot of strength to even just get up and go out. So I commend people that battle that. Um, while self-awareness plays a critical role in how we are understand ourselves and how we relate to others in the world, excessive self-consciousness can result in challenges such as anxiety and stress. If you struggle with this, discuss your symptoms with a local doctor, local doctor. Well, you should probably meet a local doctor because if it's not local, then why are you driving so far to find a doctor and see what you could do to help with those feelings. Again, um, I am not a professional. Um, I don't know how I get over it. I think my medication and just like, getting sick of being self-conscious. Um, 
and just wanting to like go out and do something. I'm like, one day I'm just like, fuck it. And I know it's my meds that help me a lot. So I think with anybody out, out there, I would suggest just taking it one day at a time, doing what you can do, using those little victories, going outside by yourself. You don't have to talk to anybody. Sometimes you can just say hello, wave to people. But like, I don't really like having uh, elevated conversations with people. It is uh, kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah, how about that weather, huh? Yeah, we needed it. Okay, you have a good one. All right, bye. <laughs> and then that's the end of, then I'll never see that person ever again. And they probably making fun of me, be like, yeah, this guy asked me about the fucking weather. And I'm that guy. I went on um, the Twitter machine and I was uh, asking people what type of topics they want to hear, even though I was kind of against that for a while. It's like, why should I ask what people want to hear? Especially when I'm like the one supplying the uh, the entertainment. But then again, I'm, I'm the people's podcast. I want to know what people out there want to hear and want to talk about. Because uh, I like learning. I like giving suggestions. Again, I'm not a professional. I'm going to say that every time when that type of stuff comes up. So one of them was from the CK and GK podcast that got to me. They want to know about ADHD hacks for later diagnosis, which is pretty much like uh, for people that are new at diagnosis, uh, diagnoses, new diagnoses. Um, but first, the ADHD symptoms for people that don't know is inattentiveness, which is difficult concentrating and focusing. And then there's hyperactivity impulsiveness. Um, those pretty much explain themselves. So inattentiveness, I'll give a couple of examples. Um, making careless mistakes, like for example, like schoolwork, uh, appearing forgetful and losing things, uh, appearing to unable to listen or carry out instructions, which is a big one for me. Uh, constantly changing activity or tasks. Uh, having difficulty organizing tasks. And then the hyperactivity impulsiveness is uh, being able to not sit still, uh, constantly fidgeting, excessive talking, being unable to wait their turn, acting without thinking. So you get the gist of that. Um, and that happens with a lot of adults and kids. Adults have more different ones um, because it's like they usually study the kids. Most adults aren't looking to get studied about their ADHD. So I think uh, you can study me. I'll do it for some free uh, Three Musketeer bars or Snickers or whatever you guys are going to give out. It's probably like those like uh, like miniature size candies like they give out on uh, Halloween. I like the ha Halloween houses that give out the big candy bars. You're like, okay, I know what you're doing. I like what you're doing. Um, so a lot of those for in, in adults is uh, carelessness and lack of attention to detail. Starting new tasks before finishing old ones, which I do all the time. Like... I was working uh, on getting ready for the wedding and I had all my shaving tools out and I was like, oh, I'll put those back in a second. Then I'd go and do something like eat a meal, go back to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, crap, I didn't put these away. But then I'd be like, oh, I forgot to go take the laundry out. So I'd go down and take the laundry out and I would do three or four things before I did this simple task of putting my like razors away. And I don't know why that's a thing. And it drives me insane. Poor organizational skills, which is another one I have. My I, I have organized chaos. Uh Inability to focus, that's a tough one. That's a very tough one. Um, forgetfulness, I forget all the time. Restlessness, edginess, I'm always on edge. Keeping quiet or speaking out of turn, I always feel like that because sometimes like when I'm with my friends, I, I don't get to get words in, but I think I'm the one that talks way too much. So that's why everyone's like, yeah, you need to stop talking. Um, that one's tough. Mood swings, that kind of coincides with being bipolar as well. So mine are a lot uh, harder to deal with. <laughs> Uh, blurting out responses and after interrupting others. Uh, that's another one. Don't bring me to a um, trivia night because I will want to yell out the answers every time. Uh, inability to deal with stress. Yep. Extreme impatience. Yep. Taking risk and activities often with little or no regard to personal safety. Uh, for example, dangerous driving. I'm a very, 
very dr nice driver. I'm one of the best drivers out in America. I'm not even just saying that. Every accident that I was involved in was the other person's fault. I was doing what I had to do, two and ten, in the lanes, putting my directional on, my blinker, if you're from the Northeast. I'm a great driver. I'm not reckless. I'd say the only thing I'm kind of reckless was with, like, spending money and gambling, but I'm not, like, a degenerate. Like, I can go home and, like, be like, hey, honey, I didn't spend the mortgage. I'm not, like, that type of guy. I'm more like, shit, uh, I guess we're drinking Natty Lights this weekend. Uh, relaying information is very hard for me. Anytime I have to paraphrase something, I have very, very, very much trouble doing so. Um, if I try to like relay any information to somebody, it's always like, you know what? Let me just ask, let me just get them. Let me just bring them over and they'll tell you. Um, so impulse spending, uh, is a tough one to curb. Um, definitely don't do it while you're emotional. That's a big one. Um, that's why people like, uh, shop therapy, therapy shopping. It's kind of like that when you're sad, you just go on a uh, spending spree of uh, doing things. So with impulse spending for me, um, I got to like budget ahead of time. Be like, okay, so on my Google calendar, I have all my bills that are getting taken out and I highlight them in red. So I know like what cash I'm not going to have. And I try to not use my credit cards as much anymore. So a good tip would be like, um, first off, s saving money. It's a big one for us. So putting even like 20 bucks a week away is huge. Um, but seeing like how much money I'll have until next paycheck helps me out a lot of like what I can and can't spend. So that could help a lot for people that just love to spend. I think credit cards are like, oof, those are the devil's currency right there. You can do whatever you want with those and deal with the repercussions later, which uh, I have. Um Hyperfixation is a funny one too uh, for people with ADHD because like I said, you have trouble focusing, but once you get into something like I will be working on the podcast, for example, when I first started, I'd be so into it that I would lose track of time. Like that's what hyperfixation means is like you're just so into something, you're so enthralled that you don't know what's going on around you. It's like when little kids play video games, like dinner's ready and they just don't respond. That's what hyperfixation is. And with that, I feel like it's a little bit of an easy one to realize um, because we're so good at forgetting things and not wanting to do things or finish things or do 20 things at once. You definitely got to set like a timer for yourself. Like, okay, I'm going to work on this for like an hour, two hours. Like, that's it. Um, you got to keep yourself honest. Again, I don't, I'm not like that every time. I I don't practice what I preach sometimes, but I'm just trying to help people out there that might, might be struggling with that um, because I struggle with it. I've been there. Um, I know how it is. So if you're a very hyper fixation type of person, definitely little things one, one by one. Just uh, take as many breaks as you can. Go for the little victories. Even if like, say you're working on the podcast, it's like, okay, I recorded the episode and I edited it. Let me finish the, the finishing touches up later. But that also comes down to like uh, perfectionism, which is another topic I want to get into. But before we get into that, and then... Another one is a uh, lack of motivation. Um, I feel like that's the hardest one for everybody. I think a lot of people lack motivation. People with ADHD tend to have a little bit more. The thing with lack of motivation always stems from the mental health, like core of being better is like sleeping better, eating better, like that type of stuff, self-care. That will help you with your uh, lack of motivation. Um, and you can always reward yourself. You know what I mean? You can reward yourself with the spending. Say you get something done. You're like, you know what? I'm going to go buy a new hat because my cat peed on all over my hats. 
Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever woke up and then your hats are on the ground that you're going to fix and mold to your head a little bit more, but then you realize your cat peed on them? Has that ever happened to anybody? Because it happened to me and it drove me fucking nuts. So I threw my hats in a washer. I don't even know if you can, but like I'm a big hat guy. I think every episode for the most part, I'm wearing a hat. And um, I just didn't clean the litter box out enough, I don't think. And my cat Lucille wasn't having it. So she went and pissed on my hats. But granted, my hats were in a basket on the ground. So I got to be more organized. See, that's th this is ADHD at its finest right now. I was too busy doing other things. I was too lazy, lack of motivation to put my hats away. I just left them in a basket for like almost a week. And they got pissed on by my cat. And they're good hats. Really good hats. The one I'm wearing right now, not pissed on. I'm not going to wear piss hats. So I got my hats drying out right now. Good old pee hat. All right, let's jump to uh, let's jump to perfectionism, actually, because uh, Hops Geek News uh, hit me up with that one. Um, so perfectionism can fucking fuck you up because people put a lot of pressure on themselves. So the number one uh, fear of perfectionism is judgment or disapproval from others. Um, I found that interesting because like, you do want to do what's best for you, but you want to be better than other people. And you think that they're judging you. It's like, wow, he's a very good perfectionist. Like he's doing really good. So I can see why that's a big thing where you feel judged if you don't do your best. So perfectionism is striving to meet high standards, need for order and neatness, concern over your mistakes, sensitivity to criticism, obviously, and self-criticism. I criticize myself all the time. I wouldn't call myself a perfectionist, but I have all those I have all those like uh, criterias right there where I, I get upset about mistakes. I get more angry. I say I have angry perfectionism where I, I try to be a perfectionist, but I can't get to that point. So, yeah. So according to the American Academy of uh, Pediatrics, perfection, perfectionism may be a hardwired in your system. More so, uh, the inborn trait appears to influence the way an individual sees the world. Perfectionists tend to demonstrate a fixed mindset rather than a growth mindset. People with growth mindsets believe in their ability to learn and grow over time. As a result, they find it easier to weather setbacks. Failure isn't tied to their sense of self-worth. Individuals with fixed mindsets, on the other hand, believe people are born with natural talents and abilities. These individuals set exceedingly high standards and strive to avoid failure at all costs. Failure can therefore shake up how they see themselves. That's, uh, that's unfortunate that... Um, that's how you see the world in yourself. I feel like I have a growth mindset because I don't know how to do shit. I like to learn things that I want to learn. I don't like, like school, they made me learn things that I don't know how I learned them because I didn't learn them. Like I wasn't big into history, science. I actually wasn't big into anything in high school. I just liked hanging out with my friends and like talking to girls. Like that was like what high school was to me. Um, but someone that believes that they're born with like natural talent, I don't know what my natural talent would be. I think that's why I'm definitely on the uh, the growth side rather than the fixed side. Uh, perfectionists tend to see themselves and life in general through the lens of extremes, either good or bad, victory or failure. See, I think like that though, but I don't consider myself a perfectionist. I'm very see again. I, it always comes down to this: my bipolar. I fucking swear to God, I'm like the like perfect example of it. Like I always say, my favorite color is gray. I'm like fucking from both worlds. I'm an absolute fucking um, jumbo shrimp. What are those things called again? God damn it. I can't think right now. I'm like half asleep. This episode came out late because uh, my cat peed on my fucking hats and I got upset. Yeah. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, this type of extreme thinking increases anxiety because if you try to be a perfectionist, you get anxiety that you're not going to finish your thing on time or it's not going to be good enough or um, are you going to meet that deadline that the old boss has you on? You know what I mean? Uh, it leaves no room for mistakes or roadblocks that are common in everyday life. As a consequence, when things go wrong, perfectionists are likely to dwell on their concerns, thus feeding their anxiety. Um, yeah, I can see why there's a connection between mental health and perfectionism because um, that is not easy to deal with, especially when you want to do the best that you can be, all you can be. Um, and there's some, uh, there's some ways to combat it, obviously. And this is where I come in. Um, I'm going to give you some that I read about. Maybe I'll give you some what I think about. Focus on the positives. Let yourself make mistakes. I let myself make mistakes all the time. I get a little bit upset about them, but I don't lose sleep over them. Set a reasonable goal. Um, I always do. Like today, I'm doing the uh, podcast because I'm not, wasn't in the best mood because my cat peed on my fucking hats. Um, and I'm a big hat guy. So my reasonable goal was just to record today, even if uh, I wasn't that happy. Uh, lower pressure of yourself. I think uh, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves all the time to uh, to do the best we can. And we can't. We can't be perfect all the time. That word perfect is uh, is pretty, pretty powerful, you know. Um, no one's perfect. And no matter how close we want to be perfect, uh, we need to make sure that we keep in ourselves not so tightly gripped to that word. Um, don't procrastinate though. That's another one. Um, you obviously want to get the job done. So you got to find that even balance. You know what I mean? You can't be, um, you can't be just juggling one side. You can't be doing the one hand juggle. You got to do the two hand juggle. Those people that juggle with one hand don't know how they do it. I also don't know how they do it when they have swords and shit. That shit freaks me out. I don't know how things work. Um, and don't compare, uh, to, other people. It's kind of like that whole hustle complex where like people online are like zero days off, eight days a week. I got my business off the ground because I slept one hour for one month. It's like, no, you got to not compare yourself to those people because those people are psychotic. I don't care how much money you have. They're not happy. There's no way they're happy. Like, what are you spending your money on? Like, what are you doing? They just, I feel like it's just like hand over fist money going back into like whatever their business is. Um, so yeah, just be careful and uh, just just ease up on yourself a little bit, you know? It's um, it's not easy being out there. Um, I know we're wrapping up a little bit. Um, I just wanted to talk about my uh, cat's peeing on my hat. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, the next episode, I want to talk about more work burnout and uh, recognizing manic tendencies. Um, so manic tendencies, like obviously, is like a big one for people with bipolar. There's hypomania and uh, mania. Um, hypomania mania real quick are periods of overactive and excited behavior that can have a significant impact on your day-to-day -day life. Hypomania is what I have is a milder version of mania that lasts for a short period, usually a few days. Mania is more severe form that lasts longer than a period of a week or more. Um, and then I found out there's mixed episodes are defined as symptoms of mania and depression that occur at the same time in a rapid sequence without recovery in between. I've definitely had that. And I didn't know that that was even really a thing. So I just thought I was just like an anomaly. And it's always good to see that like there's things out there. And like that's another thing with all these diagnoses. It's like they're not 100% accurate. Like people like judge each other. It's like, well, I don't do that. You do that. No, there could be like a million different things that I do that ha have come with the territory of being bipolar. 
And uh, I just get nervous about like talking about my story sometimes because I don't want people thinking I'm a fraud, um, which I'm fucking clearly not. Uh, mania with mixed features usually involves irritability, high energy, racing thoughts and speech, and overactivity or agitation. But yeah, three things I'm grateful for. I didn't even think about them right now. I'm, I'm grateful for the fall weather. I like the fall weather hoodie season. I'm going to say I'm thankful for hoodie season over fall weather. I like hoodie season. Um, I'm very thankful for photos. I love photos. I used to be a big guy with taking photos. I like being able to see memories. I'm a big nostalgia guy. Um, I just, I absolutely love that stuff. And the third thing I'm grateful for, um, my hats, my clean hats, the ones that didn't get pissed on by my cat. Jesus Christ. All right, guys, that was another episode of 2010 Minutes. Hopefully you learned something or enjoyed this episode because I was a, a little peep today, but I'm glad I got this out and I feel a little bit better because I'm not a perfectionist. Just one step at a time. Every little step I take, you, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I love you guys and have a good one. And we're clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.